All right, now for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about forgiveness and all that fun stuff about how you should forgive others and when you should forgive people and how you should forgive people, right? Correct? That's what we've been talking about, right? Yep. Yes. That's what we've been talking about? Anybody? Anybody remember? Okay, some people remember. All right, well, tonight we're going to be talking about how we should be adopting forgiveness as a way of life and not just to do it whenever we have to forgive people, all right? Now this, I have a question. Does anybody in here think they look like any of their parents? Anybody here think they look like any of their parents? Somebody, nobody? Has anybody ever told you you look just like your, your daddy or your mommy or anything like that? Yeah. Yes, right? All right. Well, the same way we look like our parents or whatever relatives they tell, we, tell us we look like is the same way we should be getting the characteristics from God if we call ourselves believers with forgiveness, alright? So I have some pictures I want to put on. This is, I don't know if y'all see these before because I get these from the internet, you know, internet. So, but this is a picture of three young ladies. This is the grandmother on the left, far left, and the mother in the middle, and the daughter. That's three generations, but they look like triplets, right? They're kind of similar, right? Kind of? Yeah. I wasn't too convinced by that one either. You go to the next one. But these two, I was pretty convinced by these two because that's the daughter and that's the daddy. And if I didn't know anybody, I think they was twins because that one was a little more hair. So I don't know. But that's just, that just shows how people can look like each other. The next one? And then, once again, there's a father and a daughter, they look just like each other. You would swear they didn't take these pictures at the same time. But that is another example of how people look like their parents. Alright, and then we have this lovely family. I don't know if y'all can see that, but this is a very beautiful family. See, they even have the same mustache as the daddy way. They have, they, they, this is like a perfect example of how we should inherit the characteristics of God. So that's a beautiful family right there. Um, yeah, but anyway, you go to the next slide. But yeah, but that's just an example of how the same way we have different people tell us we look like our parents. Anybody ever tell parents ever tell them that y'all act just like your daddy or act like your mommy too? That too, right? Exactly. So we inherit these physical traits and these character traits from our parents, and it's this, this is the same way we should inherit the same the same idea of forgiveness from God Himself. All right. So we're gonna look at Luke. 27 to 31. I'm just going to read that real quick because it's on the screen. All right. But I say to you who, to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you, to one who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. And from one who takes away from your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. If you all know a tunic is like a, another, like a vest. So it's basically a jacket and a vest. If somebody take your jacket, you should give me your, your vest too. We don't wear a vest, but whatever. Um, give to everyone who begs from you and from one who takes away your own goods, do not demand back. As you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Now, go to the next slide. Now, what this verse, these verses are basically telling us is that we should be forgiving people all the time. It's not a matter, just like we were talking about in the weeks before, how if somebody does wrong to you, we should forgive them right away, and we should forgive them as much times as Jesus forgives us, but 
It's not about one-time thing. It's about thinking about forgiveness all the time. So we should be forgive, being forgiving people all the time. And when we forgive people all the time, that means we should have mercy towards people as well. And this also means that no matter what anybody does to you and now how bad the action is, you should still respond with love. Could you just go back to the first um, slide with the verse? I don't know if you all see this, but this, this, the beginning of this passage is very, very um, violent. I don't know if you all see that, but it says, bless those who curse you. Basically, if somebody comes to you and have beef with you and they start cussing you out, you're supposed to bless them. Like, they cuss you in the worst way possible. Think of the worst way somebody could cuss you out. And that's what they do to you. And God expects you to bless them. And then bless, and then pray for those who abuse you. That's verbally and physically as well, because we go on to the next point. He who strikes you on the cheek, offer the other one also. Now, I'm not saying go outside and go get yourself beat up or nothing like that. Like, you don't want to get yourself beat up. But it's just saying that we should be forgiving to those who do things to us, because God is ultimately forgiving to us. You go to the, back to that. Others, yeah, that. Yeah. And so that's saying, telling us that we should be kind to our enemies as well. Just like somebody who strikes you on the cheek or somebody who cusses you out. You consider them your enemy, right? Right? That's your enemy, right? But we should be kind to them, all right? And of course, the last verse, which is verse 31, is we, all, we call it the golden rule. Do unto others as they would have them do unto you. And so that's what this verse is basically telling us. Now, think about that. If you treat people like, if everybody treated people like they would want to be treated, do you think we even, what would the world be like? Do you think we even need to forgive anybody? Why? If you treat everybody how you would want to be treated. Somebody want to give a wild guess on that? Why do you think what do you think the world would be like if everybody, if, you treated every, if everybody treated you like you want to be treated? Everybody would be peaceful. Thank you, Justin. Everybody would be peaceful. This would be a perfect world. There'd be no war. There'd be no ISIS. There'd be nothing. There'd be nobody fearing for their lives because everybody is happy because everybody is doing what they want, how they want to be treated. But we don't live in a perfect world. We live in a sinful world. And so as believers, if we call ourselves children of God, believers, we should be the light of the world, showing that same love that Christ shows to us, to other people, so in turn they can come to know him. All right? You go to the next slide. This is the other half of the verse that starts with Luke 6, 32 to 36. It goes, if you love those who love you, what benefit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if... You do good to those who do good to you. What benefit is that to you? For even sinners do the same. Next verse. And if you lend to those who expect, you expect to receive, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. Next slide. But love, yeah, yeah. But love your enemies and do good. Lend expecting nothing in return and your reward will be great. So you, and you will be most high, for he is kind and grateful to the ungrateful and the evil. Be merciful, even so as your father is merciful. All right? So what does all that mean? So basically, if you want to live a 
life of forgiveness, if you want to be a forgiving person, it's not going to be easy. There's no easy way out. You're not going to be going around um, expecting the most perfect treatment just because you treat everybody nicely. All right? Everybody isn't nice. Everybody isn't saved. And so we, as Christians, we have to understand that and we have to be merciful and forgiving of people who don't understand God's love. All right? So if you have a best friend, your best friend come to you and you go to your best friend and be like, okay, I'm going to buy you some lunch because I feel like buying you lunch. Use my friend so I could do good for you. All right? Do you think that's more powerful than you going to somebody you hate or somebody you really don't like or someone who don't like you and giving them lunch? Do you think that's more effective? Do you think that says more? Say what? What'd you say? I said, if you went to your best friend and you go and buy them lunch, do you think that that's special? Do you think anything special about that? Why? Because that's your best friend, right? But... If you go to somebody who you don't like and you give them lunch, then what? What people can think about you? People can look at that, right, and be like, wait, why are you giving? Say what? <laughs> so, but why, are you giving, why are you giving him lunch? You don't like him, right? But that's how we're supposed to be acting in the world around us. When we do things like that, people will look at us and be like, oh, why are you giving him lunch? You don't like him. They don't like each other. Why are they, why they, why they sharing lunch? But... People could look at that and say, this person must be different. He must be, he must be really, really nice. But that's just the love of God inside of us and us being forgiving and merciful to others. All right? And there is reward for kindness and love. In the end, as believers, we all know that the great reward is when we go to see in heaven and be with him for, and be with God forever. And so even, through, even though we may go through this life and be the nicest person in the world and we forgive people and we still feel like there's nothing, we have nothing to show for it, remember there's still a reward in the end, so don't be discouraged, all right? And of course, we have to follow God's example. Now, Jesus was the ultimate example of a forgiving, merciful person because he is our example for everything in life. And even with his one of his dying breaths on the cross, Jesus, after, like in the first person we were talking about, of oh, somebody beat you or slap you or abuse you, Jesus went through every single one of that, every single one of those things. They slapped him. They beat him. They abused him verbally, emotionally, any way you could think of. And they did everything they could possibly do to hurt Jesus. But at the end of the day, when he was on the cross, about to die, he still said, Father, forgive them, for they know now, what they do. Now, I know none of y'all in this room ain't gonna get crucified, all right? Y'all, none of y'all gonna get crucified. So, he is our perfect example. He went through all of that, but yet he still had it in his heart to forgive. And the only way he can do, we can do that is through the power of the Holy Spirit, from God. And that means that we are, and if we are God's children, like the next point says, then we should have the power to do that because. Just like you inherit, like I said from the beginning, just like you inherit different characteristics from your parents or say somebody, so you start acting like your daddy or stuff like that, it's the same way we should start acting like Jesus, all right? And so no matter what anybody does to you, you can still cling to the fact that God is your heavenly father and you know that he has given you the power to forgive anyone who does any wrong to you, all right? 
And so we can always be forgiving and merciful to people because if we are God's children, all right? Next point, well, last verse. Uh, the last verse is, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Now notice, it doesn't say, forgive not and you will not be forgiven. It doesn't say that, even though the beginning says, judge not, condemn not. No, it doesn't say, forgive not and you will not be forgiven. This shows us that not forgiving somebody is not an option. We always can forgive somebody. And of course, if we forgive the others, just like how Christ forgave us, we will be forgiven because, of course, Christ forgave us. So when it comes down to the point of the matter, there's no option besides forgiving somebody. If you call yourself a believer, yes, if you don't forgive somebody, yes, that is wrong, and you will be you will need to repent of that because not forgiving, Jesus commands us to forgive our enemies and love our enemies as he's doing in this entire passage. And so it's always important to remember that you always should forgive because that's what Christ did for us. And so I know none of you in here want to be a hypocrite. None of you want to be fake. Nobody wants to be that person who, oh, they're on the side, they always say they like somebody, but they're always talking bad about them. Nobody wants to be that person. And so... If you want to be true to yourself, because Christ forgave you, you should be willing to forgive others as well. All right? Yeah. And so, just like how Jesus came and died for us and forgave us of all of our sins, even though we hated him in the beginning, it's the same way we should forgive others as well. And as Christians, we are the light of the world on earth. God gave us the ability to forgive others so that others can see the love of God, the love that he showed to us. And so if others see the love that he showed to us, then they'll be more inclined to come to him because Jesus is the ultimate example that we have, all right? And so with that, we're just going to close in prayer and then we're going to go to games, all right? Dear Lord and Heavenly Father, uh, thank you for this night. Thank you for your word. I thank you for... Um, once again, sending your son to die for us and giving us your forgiveness, your ultimate forgiveness. And I pray that um, you help us to understand that it's through your forgiveness we can have the power to forgive others as well, no matter what wrong they do to us and no matter how uh, nasty they are to us. I pray that you just help us to remember to forgive them just as you forgave us. I pray that you just um, keep us safe for the rest of the night and take us all home safely. On your name I pray, amen.